Hello everyone and welcome back. I hope you are all doing good. This episode is pre-recorded as all my episodes should be, but why make it easy for myself? But yes, as you're listening to this episode, I'm visiting the snow for the first time and I'm really excited. But on with the episode, if I'm going to be 100% honest, I had nothing to share. So I thought, let's make myself seem crazy and share my shifting stories. Yes, exciting, I know. If you haven't listened to my other episode about how I thought lucid dreaming and shifting were the same thing, go check it out. And another self-plug, if you don't follow my Instagram, go follow it at Crappy Corner Podcast. That's where you basically find out when my episodes are uploaded. But yes, go check those out. And yeah, on with the episode, I'm going to talk about my shifting stories and make my friends think I'm crazier than I already am. So let's get into it. Okay, so to start, I just want to say I have not successfully shifted yet, so I can't answer if shifting and lucid dreaming is the same thing. But yeah, I haven't shifted yet. I'll go into, later on in this episode, I'll go into like my nights and what I experienced when trying to shift. But I'm going to start first with my script. And if you don't know what scripting is, it's basically you write down all your ideas and like what you want to happen in your desired reality, like what you look like, your relationships with people, what you're good at, and just like other simple things, right? So I'll go over that, and then, yeah, I'll go from there, and I'll just tell you what I experienced when I tried shifting. Okay, so in my script, I added basically everything that I want to happen in my desired reality, and if you haven't figured it out yet, My desired reality is shifting to Hogwarts. Yes. Just like the rest of Gen Z, I'm going to try and shift to Hogwarts. But basically, I included my name, my age, and the year I'm going to shift to, which is the third year at Hogwarts because the third book was my favorite and I really liked the third movie. And so I was like having to do some math and basically I'll be 13 years old. So I was like, Okay, my name is Emily, I'm 13 years old, and I'm going to shift to my third year at Hogwarts. And then I added the year, 1993. I also had to search that up so that I can be with the specific characters. Because I guess if you try to shift in this year, they obviously won't be there. I don't know, I haven't shifted, so I wouldn't know. But basically, I have that information. I said that in my desired reality, my appearance will be the same as my current reality self. And my friends are Ron Weasley, Hermione Granger, Harry Potter, Neville Longbottom, Luna Lovegood, and Dean Thomas. And we've been friends since our first year at Hogwarts. And I'm a Gryffindor student because how would I hang out with those people? And then my best friend would be Seamus Finnegan because I just freaking love him. He's one of my favorite characters. And we've also been friends since our first year at Hogwarts. And my love... Woo! My love interest, what we're all waiting for, can you guess it? Not Draco Malfoy, actually. I chose Dean Thomas because he's cute, I don't know, but I was like, you know what, everyone's after Draco, might as well just like give some of the other characters some love, I don't know, I sound weird. I mean, this whole episode is just gonna be me sounding crazy, but yes, I chose Dean Thomas as my love interest because why not? Anyway... Moving on, those are my relationships with people, and basically I said that 
My skills are charms, transfiguration, and taking care of magical creatures. Also, sorry if you can hear that. I wrote this all in a notebook, so I have to switch pages. But yeah, I said I spoke two languages. I chose English and Spanish. I realized I should have done French. I might add that, but because everyone who scripts to go to Harry Potter say they speak French. I don't know. I chose English and Spanish for the fun of it. And so those are the languages I speak. I said I'm mostly extroverted and my friends love me because I'm funny, kind, caring. And yeah. And then I added my what I do at my free time at Hogwarts, which is basically hang out with Seamus and Dean in the common room. Go around the walk. Go? Wow. English. Go on a walk around the castle with Luna because all the scripting stories I've said, they've done that before and they like learn fun things. So I was like, okay, cool. I can gossip. And then, yeah. That's, oh, and then visit Hagrid because if you're going to shift to Hogwarts, you have you got to at least visit Hagrid at one point. So I added that. And I also added, which is very important if you're trying to shift to Hogwarts, is that you know where you're going and you need to shift that you know how to navigate the halls at Hogwarts or else you're going to be lost and you're going to look stupid. But yeah, so I added I can go through the, like, I can navigate the halls with ease, basically, and I know where I'm going. And I also added that I can find the room of requirement whenever it's needed. I don't know, someone added it, and I was like, cool, that sounds fun, so I added that too. And then basically, I'm friendly with the paintings and ghosts, and I have permission to go to Hogsmeade. And then what I like to do at Hogsmeade, which is basically grab a buddy beer with my friends, or hang out with Fred and George Weasley, because, you know, just got to throw in that I hang out with them at one point. And then other things like my pet, which I chose an owl, my Patronus, my wand, and yeah, the, like little things, people were like, just add it, and I was like, okay. And then my blood type, which I said pure blood, because why not? My professor at Hogwarts like me and that I get good grades without having to study because as someone who doesn't live in the wizarding world, I don't expect to pass if I shift there. So I said that I'm smart and that I will get good grades or else I would be stupid. Again, still sounds stupid. But anyway, moving on. And then I added other important things that if you're shifting to literally anywhere, it doesn't matter if it's Hogwarts or like Percy Jackson land, I don't know where he lives, or like the Marvel Universe, you're supposed to add that you're healthy, you can't get sick, you can't die or endure any major harm, only minimal pain. And then it's especially important that nothing will, nothing you encounter will traumatize you because this is all in your subconscious mind, so I don't know how that will personally affect you, but I added that. And then if you're a girl that you can't get pregnant or have your period, I mean, speaks for itself. I don't know why you would want to go somewhere that you desire and then have your period. But yeah, so I added that. And then I added what will happen when I successfully shift. And I said, basically, I'll smell cinnamon just because that's the first scent that comes to me. And then everyone also uses cinnamon or like firewood or whatever so like whenever they shift the hogwarts cinnamon is just always an answer so i chose that and that 
my eyes will automatically open because I've read that somewhere. So I was like, okay. And yeah, other things like if I leave my desired reality, it'll pause. And so when I return, it picks off where I left and that I can't get stuck in my desired reality. And then basically I have, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? I have things I can say to return me back to my current reality, which is Jumanji because I read that somewhere and then I thought that was really cute. So I chose that as my returning word. And I said that one hour, my current reality is equal is equal to one day, my desired reality, because why not get the most out of it? Some people have scripted one hour equals one month. And I was like, meh, I don't know. So I just chose one day is equal to one hour because I only ever tried shifting during the weekends because if shifting's true, but the clone part isn't, I don't want to miss school. I mean, like I could, but whatever. I don't want to miss school. So I was like, one hour equals one day. So if I get to sleep in on Saturday and I sleep in for like three hours, that's three days I get to experience. So yeah. And then basically everything in my desired reality will follow the plot of the Harry Potter movies, except Voldemort doesn't exist. Because again, people add that. So I was like, whatever. And yeah, other things like I have endless money, endless amount of clothes, and then I have, oh, and then I know how to tie a tie, because another important thing people have said, if you're shifting to Hogwarts, script that you know how to tie a tie, or again, you're gonna look stupid, so I was like, okay, and then I also have something on my phone with, like, visuals of, like, what my desired reality house looks like, not house as in, like, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, whatever, but, like, when I'm on summer break, like, what house I live in, what my room looks like, so I have all that, and then other extra things is I have a locket, again, I read this somewhere, where it shows your current reality time while you're in your desired reality, which I thought was good because, like I said, if I were to miss school or something, I would know, and then... Yeah, if I'm not at Hogwarts, I'll spend a lot of time at my house with my friends or go to the Weasley's house. And again, like I have a high pain tolerance because you don't want to get hurt in your desired reality. And a couple extra things. I know how to fight, ride a broom, and use a quill, which I don't know why I added. Someone just said to do that, and I was like, I don't know why it's not like a pencil, but I added it, so yeah. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it for my script. And yeah, so now I get to talk about my experiences with shifting. All right, now I get to share my experiences. Before I get into that, though, I'm just going to give a brief explanation of some of the words I'll be using, which is DR equals desired reality. CR is current reality. Current reality is what you're currently living in and then your desired reality is your destination it's what you're trying to shift to right and then I'm going to talk about shifting methods and I've only ever used two at the moment and those are the raven method and pillow method the raven method is you lay in a starfish position so like you can't have any of your body parts touching 
and you're supposed to not move. And then you're supposed to count from 1 to 100 while visualizing your desired reality. So for me, I do that and I visualize like the Hogwarts castle or the Gryffindor common room. Sometimes I visualize like my desired reality house and stuff. And then you're also supposed to say affirmations in between each number. And affirmations are basically, they're supposed to, I don't know, they're supposed to keep your positivity going. And they're supposed to just like make you like truly like believe so that like you can actually shift. And basically some affirmations are like, I am shifting, shifting is easy, I'm in my desired reality. Those are just a few. And then for the next method, I use the pillow method which is you read over your script and then you put it under your pillow. And people have said you can lay in any position, but I use the pillow method along with the raven method, so I just stay in the starfish poop. I, English, my goodness. I just sleep in the starfish position. And people were saying that both of these methods are sleep methods, so that when you fall asleep, you wake up in your desired reality. Which, not true. I'll get into that later. And yeah, and then the last one is sub... Hmm, English. Subliminals, which is basically just like sound waves. And they get your heart rate at a certain pace or whatever and get your body to... They get your body to feel a certain way so that like you feel more tired or whatever. But yeah, those are subliminals. I, yeah, we'll start with the first night. I didn't use sub subliminals. It took me kind of a while. It took me a couple nights too because I read somewhere where it was like, be careful the sub subliminals you listen to because like you never know if it's going to be like bad things because it's like you're listening to it and the ones I have, I realize now there's, like, talking. Or, like, I just realized there's talking in one of mine. Because I listen to two. Which makes sense because it's a subliminal. And basically it's talking, but you don't know what they're saying. So people are like, just, like, be careful. So that kind of, like, scared me and freaked me out. Because I was like, I don't want to, like, listen to bad things, you know. Which, I don't know, I came around and picked out two from a video I saw. And I haven't thought of anything bad, so I'm pretty sure they're okay. But yeah, so for the first night, I wasn't listening to anything. I was in the starfish position. My goodness, I cannot English. Um, I was in the starfish position. And the first thing I felt was just like heaviness and a lot of numbness, which is good. But at the same time, I feel like because I don't sleep on my back, I'm a side sleeper. So I felt like it just like was like the first time my body was just like, okay, why aren't you moving from your why aren't you moving from this position? Like you're not supposed to be on your back. But I felt very heavy and numb. And then twitching was the next thing to occur. It's like mostly just in my fingers. And that's also a good sign when shifting, I guess. And then I was struggling to visualize my DR. As I'm trying more to shift, I'm working on visualizing my DR better because when I 
make up scenarios in my head to go to sleep. Yes, I'm that person. You don't need to remind me. I, it sounds so weird, but I view it in third person. So almost like I'm watching a movie, but I'm watching myself. So I was like freaking out about visualizing my DR because I'm like, I'm visualizing it in the wrong thing. I need to practice visualizing in first perspective or first person. But yeah, so that night I was struggling to do that. And then when I got higher up, okay, most of these nights I had to like start over because I would reach a hundred and then like not, nothing would happen. But like, I think I started again and I was like around 60 or something. I don't know. I was higher up in the numbers and it was my second time recounting. And I started to feel this like wave feeling, which turns out is also another good sign. And it was it was so relaxing, actually. Like it just felt like I was like on a wave, but it was so short. Like I've experienced it, that wave feeling in other nights, but it lasts so short because I guess I paid too much attention to it. Because I feel like because you're not supposed to turn your focus to anything else. You're supposed to visualize your DR and stuff. But, like, every time it occurs, I'm like, oh, like, I'm on a wave. That's a good sign, you know? But then I focus too much on the wave because it's also really relaxing. So then it takes away my focus and then it goes away. So that happened very briefly. And then I also experience kind of lights. Like, nothing big. It was just, like, a when I closed my eyes, it was just a bunch of shapes and lights and stuff. But I also kept opening my eyes I realized trying to like go through all this when I would lay down and close my eyes like once I get like really tired my eyes kept like opening like not fully but I would be able to see my tv because there's like a red light on my tv to show that like it's off and so I'll be like focusing and then all of a sudden I'll just see that light that light and I'm like oh my gosh my eyes are open but yeah so that was it for the first night the second night was not as um, eventful. I pretty much, like, again, used a raven and pillow method, which all of these nights I did those together. And I pretty much only just felt numb and heavy. Oh, I completely, whenever, basic, back to the first night, sorry. I obviously wasn't successful because, like, very rare to shift on your first night but I did have a dream that night which I know Andrea hey how are you Andrea I know you're listening to this but yeah to everyone else I told Andrea about this dream and she's gonna be so mad but as I mentioned earlier I said Dean Thomas was my love my love interest because why not but that night, the first night I tried shifting, wasn't successful. But I had a dream where I was marrying someone. And it was, it was like, it was like it was Dean Thomas, but it wasn't Dean Thomas. I don't know. But I was marrying someone. And <laughs> I just, I can only imagine like Andrea te- listening to this and then texting me like, so that's what you were freaking out about? Yes, Andrea. Yes. But yeah, so I was marrying someone who was Dean, but it wasn't Dean. And then there was this snake bracelet that kept appearing on my wrist. 
So I was like, I wasn't, oh, okay, so that dream, I was trying to just get married, but I never, like, ended up in my wedding gown. I was just sitting in, like, a hoodie and stuff, and I'm like, I'm supposed to get married. Why aren't I changing? But on my hoodie, there was a bracelet um, of a little silver snake, and if you think about it, snake, silver, that's Slytherin things, right? And... Which was weird because also in my dream, a lot of the decorations were gold, which is a Gryffindor color. So I was just like, like so much was happening. And then I'm like, I remember scripting that. I was like, okay, Dean Thomas is going to be my love interest. Loki wanted to be Jacob Malfoy. So I guess subconsciously in my dream, it's like, it showed the snake and it's like, you want Draco? And I'm like, no, but like, yeah. So that was the dream. Andrea, you're welcome. Don't yell at me. Moving on to the second night wasn't eventful. It was pretty much just numbness and heaviness. And yeah. (laughs) I sound so dumb. Whatever. I swear to you, so many people have started YouTube channels just to talk about shifting, so I guess I'm okay. But, (laughs) so the third night is when I tried subliminals, which by the way, they are so relaxing. At least the ones I chose. The only issue is I have two. One is kind of just like a hertz sound. Hertz. H-E-R-T-Z. I don't know if I spelled that right. But it's just it's just kind of like a humming sound. And kind of like a couple like... Like that was... I'm all over the place. <laughs> okay. So the first one is just more so like a humming sound. Which... It, with a couple like twinkly sound I don't know and then the second one um has a rain sound which I pay more attention to the rain and then there's a couple and then throughout that is songs but like in piano form and there's actually um I was listening to the second one because the first one's 10 minutes and then my second one is an hour long and later in that video it plays um a Harry Styles song, like, oh my goodness, now I can't remember how it goes, I recognize the song, and I'm pretty sure it's a Harry Styles song, and I remember it came on, and I was just like, oh my goodness, I know this song, so it distracted me, which didn't help, because, you know, I need to focus, but I was like, I know this song, so then I just started singing along to it, but yeah, so the third night I had subliminals, and then for the rest of the nights, I also had subliminals, And then I, again, felt heavy, and this time the lights and the wave feeling came back. And as I mentioned before, the wave feeling does not last long for me, and I don't know why, because it's really nice. But yeah, it didn't last that long. The lights, I feel like were brighter. I don't really remember, but those were back. And yeah, that was, again, kind of uneventful night. The fourth night wasn't that much eventful either I basically again felt heavy and numb some twitching and then this night I actually gave myself sleep paralysis which don't freak out because I don't I'm like 90% sure shifting does not give you sleep paralysis constant lucid dreaming I think does that's a different thing though 
I somehow managed to give myself sleep paralysis. It wasn't scary or anything, but I must have fallen asleep. I don't know. No, I remember. I was, okay. (laughs) I was visualizing my DR and then all of a sudden, and note that my eyes were closed this whole time, I saw my phone and I put my phone on my stomach, um, which realize is not a safe idea but because I hook up my earphones to my phone to listen to the subliminals so it was on my stomach right but it was face down so like and it was off and then all of a sudden like as I'm visualizing my DR I see my phone like I'm holding it and it and it's it's a white screen because I'm like texting someone because I have dark mode like don't yell at me I don't use dark mode but so it was a white screen and I was texting someone And then it starts to, like, swirl out of my vision. And I was like, what? So I I open my eyes and and I'm staring at my room. Like, literally all I see is a red dot from my TV. My phone's still on my stomach. But I wasn't holding it. And so I close my eyes again. And as I close my eyes, out of the corner, I see my window. Um, I don't even know if this is considered sleep paralysis. But basically, my eyes are closed, but yet I can see my window, and it's bright, because even though it's nighttime, the moon's the moonlight's coming through, because my cat in the night likes to sit at the window, so she opens up the curtains and all the lights come in. And my eyes are closed, but out of the corner, I see my window, and it's open, so I open it, I open my eyes, and I'm like, the curtains are covering it, why is it so bright? And then, like, I make sure to really like close the curtains because even though they were closed I there was a little part where my cat goes through so I like cover that back up and I close my eyes again and again I see my curtain and it's open and then all of a sudden I see a bunch of dark figures like standing by my tv because the way my room's set up I have my bed and then my dresser is at the end and then there's like a bunch of space and then so there was just a bunch of dark figures just standing there and it surprisingly did not freak me out I was just more so confused and I opened my eyes and I was like yeah this is my time to just like stop so then I like turned off the subliminal and everything and I just went to bed yeah so that was fun um and for the fifth night I this time I started off in the starfish position but I just got so tired that I just like moved to my side and I did like experience some things like again kind of numb and heavy some tingling and then I fell asleep and I woke up and my earphones were still in I'm like I don't hear my subliminal turns out because I slept through the whole hour of my subliminal and I was like why didn't I wake up in my DR because As I mentioned earlier, the pillow and raven method are supposed to be sleep methods, so you fall asleep and wake up in your DR. That didn't happen. Kind of mad. But it was a really nice sleep. I had, that night, I was in such a deep sleep, I woke up with, like, sleep marks on my face. Like, you know how when you take a nap and you wake up with the marks on your face or arms and you know you had a good nap because of those? Yeah, I had the best sleep that night, and it was like, on my arms and face so like I just knew but yeah so I fell asleep there 
I wrote down six nights. There was another night where I fell asleep. I wrote down six nights. I swear I tried shifting more, but I don't know. Because I, like I said, I remember falling asleep again. But yeah, so basically the last night or the most recent night I tried shifting is the most interesting. Basically, I did what I normally do, subliminals, Raven method, read my script, put it under my pillow, all that, right? And this night, I was like, excuse me, this night, I was like asking the universe, I was like, universe, if I'm not going to shift tonight, can you at least give me a dream? Or like, you know, like make me shift tonight. Because I realized like for the past couple weeks, I have not had a dream. And so I was like, universe, can I shift tonight? If not, can you at least give me a dream? And I was, I was thinking that I was like, oh my goodness. All of my dreams occur in the morning and I'm able to continue them because I like I'm half awake, half asleep. And so I'm able to kind of lucid dream. So I was just like asking the universe. I'm like, universe, if I can't shift, please give me a dream. And so I continued the night doing like the, my normal things, counting to 100, subliminals, not moving, whatever. And then I finished, I don't know if I finished the subliminal or I just kind of like, not gave up, but like stopped. And again, I was just like, I'm not shifting, so please just give me a dream. I swear to you, that morning I had a dream. I had no idea what it was about. And then I was a half awake and I was like in this state of like half asleep, half awake consciousness, consciousness, like some of you should know what I'm talking about or all of you. I don't know. But I was in this like half state and I was like, I'm going to shift because I feel like this is the moment that like this is the state you need to be in the shift. And I was so tired of just trying to visualize like Hogwarts and stuff so I was like because I also wanted I also wanted my desired reality house and everything like all the visualizations I had from my phone to be in my DR so I was just like okay I'm gonna visualize my door like my desired reality house the door and then walk through that and then I'll be in my DR right okay I swear to you I literally sound crazy. So I was in that half asleep, half awake consciousness or state. And I visualized my a door. And I opened it. And this bright light came in. And it wasn't like the other nights I've experienced. It wasn't like the other lights I have experienced in the other nights. Like it was bright this time. And my dumb butt panicked. Or I guess, I don't know, but I opened my eyes and I, because my eyes were closed and then I opened them, but they, like, I can only get them half open because they were, like, really heavy. My eyes, my eyelids were really heavy and I was really tired. And my comforter, it was over me, but then, like, the corner of it was, like, sticking up and I, like, half opened my eyes and then I saw my eyes. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but, but I like saw a reflection of my eyes in my comforter, I guess. 
And then I was like, okay, something's happening. So I like closed my eyes and I visualized the door again. I opened it and I walk in and there's that bright light. And then this time I'm hearing a voice saying, you can do it. You're so close. Which kind of sidetracking a little bit. When I was looking up on shifting stories, people were saying like, oh yeah, I was like so close to shifting. I heard a voice saying, you can do it, you're so close. And then so I was like, okay, so I experienced that. But what's weird is it wasn't like a voice that was next to me, if that makes sense. It was like a dream voice. So when someone talks to you like in real life, it's very clear, it it sounds a certain way, but then when there's talking in your dream it just sounds different, or at least for me, I hope you guys can understand, but that voice that was like, you can do it, you're so close, it didn't sound, not that it didn't sound real, but it didn't sound like I was in a reality, it sounded like, okay, it's occurring in a dream sort of talk, and then I was like, okay, there's a voice telling me I could do it, so I kept like, um, constantly saying like, affirmations, like, I'm shifting, I'm shifting, I can shift. I'm in my desired reality. And I'm getting deeper into this bright light. And then all of a sudden I heard screaming, which is not a very nice thing. Again, the screaming wasn't next to me, so it didn't necessarily sound real. But it it still freaked me out. Like, why am I hearing screaming when entering my desired reality? And then, so I panicked again. And then this time I, like, actually opened my eyes and again I'm looking at my reflection in my eyes and like I don't know how to explain it I literally just I just saw my eyes I don't know I'm gonna sound so stupid but whatever and then I'm like panicking I'm like why is there screaming why is my why am I looking at my eyes and again my eyes are like half open and so I like with all my force like try and like shoot them open like I need my eyes to open And then when I did that, I, like, snapped into a full state of, like, consciousness. Like, I was completely awake then. I was, like, I just, like, snapped into it. I was, like, wow, I'm wide awake. Like, I can start the day when two seconds ago I couldn't move and I was, like, so tired. And then I got mad. And then, yeah, so that was my most eventful night. And then I was like, I literally almost just probably shifted or something. That or just like I had a weird dream. And then I was like looking up shifting videos because I was like, why is there screaming? So I tried to search up like, have people heard screams in their DR? Which obviously couldn't find a video on. So I was just looking at shifting videos again. And then I was looking at videos of like signs to show that you are so close to shifting and I experienced majority of them like the wave feeling the tingling the numbness all that and I was like okay now this night the seventh night I am going to shift did I no but um I couldn't get so this night the seventh night I was just like I was going to try the subliminals and everything, but I was, like, so tired. Like, people are right when they tell you you get mentally exhausted from trying to shift a lot. So, that's why you had to, like, 
shift every like couple days or so I just shift over the weekend so like I wait a whole week to try but people are right like I was so tired so I just didn't I just was hoping that like okay it's the weekend so I'll be able to sleep in and then wake up hopefully in that half consciousness state I don't know and then that night I had a dream where I shifted but it wasn't to Hogwarts my dream was I just shifted to this reality and I I knew it was a dream about that because I was walking around in this dream and there was this big grandfather clock that kept saying like it's 4 a.m in your current reality it's 4 a.m in your current reality and I was just like what the heck like why is this giant clock screaming at me about my current reality time when I should have a locket and I remember in my dream which I guess maybe I lucid dreamed I don't know but I was like I like grabbed my neck I was like I should have a locket to show what my time is because like I mentioned earlier when I was scripting I scripted that I would have a locket that would show my current reality time and I'm like I'm trying to find that locket but I can't and then I woke up and now I'm here filming this. Just kidding. This is actually, it's like, oh my goodness, it's almost three o'clock. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I didn't get to shift. I was probably really close to shifting. And I don't know. I just now have to wait a week or so. Well, even then, I don't know if I can because this week or not this week after this week this week I will be visiting the snow or no when you're listening to this I am in the snow so yeah I can't try shifting yet but that's pretty much it I didn't think this episode was going to be this long because I'm looking and it's almost like 30 minutes I sound crazy I understand that at this point I don't care for your judgment because I've literally told my mom this and if I'm going to worry about someone judging me, it's going to be my mom, but I told her all this. So whatever, you can think I'm crazy. I think I sound crazy, but I'm now invested. If if any of you are thinking I'm crazy, this is just research. If you listened to my last video where I said lucid dreaming and shifting were the same thing, And if you haven't, go listen to it. But this is all for research. I'm shifting for you guys. I'm trying to tell you if it's true or lucid dreaming. So so this is all research. I don't need to worry about your judgment. But yes. That was pretty much it for my shifting experiences. I'm aware it sounds crazy. And if you're interested in shifting, go for it. And if you don't shift, that's okay. Then you'll just get really nice sleep nights because, or actually a thing that I realized is when entering the like rate, entering the Raven method, when doing the Raven method and subliminals and stuff, I was like wide awake, which you're not supposed to be, you're supposed to be like half asleep when trying to shift, but whatever. But I was like wide awake when I was trying to do all that. And once I finished, I was so tired. So if you're struggling to shift, to shift, if you're struggling to sleep, try using shifting methods. You don't have to shift. 
Just do the methods and then you'll be tired. Who needs melatonin when you could just like try and shift and then you'll be tired? But yeah, that's my spiel. Is that even the spiel? I don't know. This is my episode about me sounding crazy. I hope you enjoyed. Please, like I said, go listen to the other episodes I've posted. Go follow my Instagram at Crappy Corner Podcast. And yeah, I hope you're having a good week. I'm having a blast in the snow and I'll catch you guys in the next episode.